0: Crenchupiter Networks presents Sagas of the Blank Page. A live play podcast featuring the visor role-playing system.
1: Hey everybody, welcome back to our podcast, Dead West 1870. This is part four of our four-part podcast.
0: I'm your host, Crenshaw. This is CrensHupiter Networks. Alright, we are back. Thank you very much for joining us. As we come back, we are seeing the end of the services in the church. Edith has gotten up, looked squarely down at you, given you the, I am saying a sermon with this look that you have heard before, all of it. She even gives you the eyebrow lift to put the diphthong on the umlaut to make sure the exclamation's on the end. (laughs) <laughs> and makes a sound, and then finishes her way out of the pew, grabbing a few unconscious people as she leaves. And you are left sitting, holding your book, staring forward, and watching the father walk off the stage of the front of the pews. Uh, uh, okay, so he's
2: going out front to shake hands and speak with his what parishioners are actually mobile and will speak with him um, with Edith at his side i this is my i clean up the church i shoo out anyone who needs a little extra chewing so i'm sort of waiting until it's quiet before i'll even move all
0: right so there's this great moment of us just sitting in the church watching the father and Eve leave, the parishioners and their voices kind of trail off. And we're left just with this stillness and quietness inside of the church. And we have, of course, have um, Dr. Hawkins sitting just maybe a pew or two back from her on the other side.
3: Okay. Okay. And he's just still not moving, looking at her, not quite sure if he had picked up readings from her, the altar he knows it's in the front. So it's really just nonchalantly kind of looking around, seeing that there's no one else there, but her, and still looking down at his hand and looking, you know, to see where that crystal is, is kind of wavering.
0: It's still pointed right at her. And as you're looking down and as the room becomes silent, there is there is this sound of, of wind kind of rustling leaves in, in this, is, this, is early, this is early spring, so there's not really a lot of leaves around, but there's that sound of just a breeze of wind and rustling leaves as you look up again from the crystal and notice that it's still pointed at her and nothing has really changed. But there is that audible sound as you, you register looking up from your crystal.
3: Interesting. All right. Uh,
2: after it's quiet for a minute, I'll, I'll sort of have this kind of, I actually like the peace of the church. So this is probably my favorite part of the sermon.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Is when everyone's gone. So, uh, so I'll just take a breath. Kind of meditate on the moment as it will. I'm, I probably have my hand to my mother's uh, locket at this point. Right. Um, just kind of. Not all church is bad. God is good. There would you give me? Peace. Would you
0: give me the land roll?
2: Of course. Ooh, no, 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 no. <laughs>
0: Okay, Um, you're holding the locket, and the locket becomes, just for a moment, it becomes cold as you're holding it, Hmm. to a point of which you realize, and it kind of takes you out of this very, very centered moment, Mm -hmm. and you you kind of pop your eyes open Mm -hmm. and realize that you've taken your hand off it. Mm-hmm. Um, at the same time, Gary, you see what looks like out of the wind, um, literally out of the air, a bunch of particles suddenly appear and form a very tall Chinese gentleman, and he, has, he as, he's, as he literally forms out of the air behind her, his hand is already on her shoulder when he appears and she's sitting there. And at the same moment of her letting go of the locket, he kind of wisps into existence behind her and is as corporeal as she is across the aisle from you. And it happens to disturb the guy in the pew behind because his arm gets moved by this guy's existence and shakes and goes. I'm sleeping here. This is my pew, and rolls over and grabs his bottle that's now empty and tucks himself tighter away from this this man that's just appeared behind him. And Joanna, you can now feel a hand on your shoulder.
2: Oh gosh! So I'm startled, but I get up and well, I this is the man I saw during the the service. I. So he was. My brain is saying he's been here the whole time. It was just this weird moment when he was talking to me, Mm -hmm. like, so I'll direct. Who is coming?
0: And he literally.
2: saying to me.
0: He points backwards, as you're saying. He's pointing at Gary. (laughs)
2: <laughs>
0: he will save you from what's coming
3: no pressure right thanks
2: what's, what's coming
0: <laughs> he is coming and he's looking you right in the eyes um, mm-hmm. give me brain power roll Actually, give me a half brain power roll, please, Sarah. No, not half. Give me a full because it's okay. yeah. Give me a full brain power because she's she's aware. Yeah. Uh,
2: yes. <laughs> Finally, I succeeded something. There's something.
0: <laughs> there's something very familiar in his eyes.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Like you've seen that pattern of iris,
3: but on a much older, older man.
2: Okay, I, do do I know you?
0: (laughs) Yes, I'm your husband, Graham, who has stepped into the wrong room. (laughs) He smiles at you and nods his head softly.
2: Who are you? And who is he? He's not from here. And, and I happened to, happen to look down and I'm like, and you! Get out of here! And the drunk guy sitting Oh, up, the old the, all the Asian man.
0: That's awful unkindly of you. Oh, I was just having another dream. He stumbles up and like, presses at the 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 tall Chinese gentleman, but the man doesn't move. It's like he's a stone pillar. And he reacts as he touches him and like does that moment where he looks at his bottle and then like touches the gentleman a few times and then like shakes his head and like stumbles down and walks out of the church and out of the scene. Um, Gary, how are you reacting to this?
3: Well, I've... I was taken back and I think I I'm going to stand up and slowly walk towards that, that man and try to reach out and touch him myself. Um, And, and it's, excuse me, sir, you know, may I have a moment of your time?
0: So the, so the camera gets up, has in the back of the shot, we have, Uh, Sarah and the the Chinese gentleman and we see you stand up and we kind of get the side of you and we see you cross the alley, cross the aisle toward him and we see you raise your hand up and the camera turns slightly and we see as if your hand was a magic eraser but had a fuzzy glove of air around it. You actually push into him this emptiness space that is the reversal of how he appeared. And suddenly like dust in the wind, it swirls and he's gone. And your hand touches just where you were reaching out to him, now touches Sarah on the shoulder. And as soon as the two of you touch, there's a moment when your hands touch, there's an immediate flash of light and the church is gone. And we fade from the white light down to darkness. And, and we now see the church is empty and another guy in another pew sits up and looks around and like scratches his eyes and takes his bottle and looks and goes, what in the hell tarnations was that? And he gets up and stumbles in and we follow him out of the church and we just see Edith turn and look inside the church and go, Sarah, Sarah. And we, and we fade that shot of, Edith searching for Sarah. And we cut back now to a set of riders riding along a fence line and a, and a well-ridden path on the outside of a fence line of the property. And we see, we see Jack, we see Maggie, we see Matthew, we see um, waves crashing against rock and like a mountain, and two other handlers from the farm riding horses uh, across the land. Uh, I want to first see how Jack, because I want to see, the camera's going to come to Jack first, because is Jack used to riding a horse? No, I don't
2: know when he would have done that,
0: so I'm not sure he is. So, um, can you please give me a dexterity roll to hold on to this thundering beast under you? Make a thundering beast roll. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, it's
4: a dexterity roll, seventy-four. Um, I'm going to play one of my cards, which is a queen. Okay. Um, so
3: re-roll.
4: What? I, so I get to re-roll. What? So op- you
3: get you
1: get to re-roll two more times, and then you keep.
0: The
4: best of, of, of the all three. Cool. So actually O two, so that's fine.
0: That's almost a critical. <laughs> it's the worst possible success you could have. So let's put it this way you are literally holding on for dear life. Um Is that not the best possible success I can have? Snow two. Uh zero one is the is the best possible success, or all right seventy five or was it seventy five or seventy four
4: uh, okay
1: okay yeah, you're trying to roll your score
0: your stat or zero okay. one yep. um, a friend of ours has a house rule that if you roll forty two you automatically get a critical critical success as well because <laughs> it's an, a nerd yeah. thing so um, but that's up to you if you want to use that as a house rule um, so so under what re- so under what resource card Did you pull that Queen?
4: Oh, what? I forgot I had to
0: do that. I don't know.
2: So what,
1: maybe it's something that's uh, on your person that's important to you, that you're kind of drawing inspiration. My gosh, I hope this doesn't break.
0: Do you have (laughs) other cards, Graham, assigned?
4: i 've
0: got two cards i'm sorry I, i'm having a hard time hearing graham
4: okay um i've got two cards which i've drawn um i'm not really sure what my resources are, to be honest,
0: okay, so like one of them could be your medical kit, right yeah,
4: medical kit sounds right all
0: right, so let's use that one let's put that queen under we would have put that queen under your medical kit so the scene is you have lashed yourself and your equipment to the saddle and you are literally holding on for dear life and holding on to the straps that you're that strapped yourself to this to this to this horse so now with that queen you got to successfully not lose equipment while you're riding across trying to keep up with these these people who have ridden horses all of their lives pretty much
4: okay great.
0: so that's the whole that's the whole scene so it's very fun as the camera comes down we see you all riding off into the distance and it doesn't take long for us to arrive at the edge of the property, at the western corner of the property. And this is where that well-ridden path comes to a large set of crossroads. There's almost three roads, four roads that all meet up here. And you can see that all of them are also well-ridden. So you're seeing an, you know a very early um, uh, road system that is running along the edge of her property. At the edge of the corner here, the fence has been demolished. There has been a battle here. There is blood. There is there is a, There are dead cattle just on the inside of the fence, not far from this de- exploded fence corner. Um, there are parts of what looks like four Indians. Not a lot left, but it looks like there's you know a hand on a spear here and there's part of a, of a boot still left you know in a part of a saddle that was that was torn off one of the horses that was that was burned so it's quite a it's a quite a scene at the crossroads here
4: so so can i with my csi or west thing can i um
0: can i understand what's happened here absolutely why don't you please give me a role for that as well now Because this is a new scene, Graham, you have a card under your CSI pack kit as well now where that queen came out. So remember that you can use that in this scene as well. Also, if you're interested, you can come up with a very specific item that can be another card like your spyglass or um, something your father gave you like your stopwatch, something that you use that's both practical but you also use medically. So, something oh, right. have to think about. Do I draw another card? Do you mean no?
1: Yeah, you can you can yeah. replace the queen.
0: As soon as that All queen right. came out, you should have replaced it with a new card. Okay. Cool. So, please give me a roll, sir, on your CSI Wild Weird West. <laughs> so,
4: that's uh, 22
0: of the... Uh... And I'm wondering if we need to hire a dramatization department... To have a dramatization of what happened.
4: <laughs> so, twenty-two. So that's success.
0: Okay, great. So, so there's a great moment when, like, everyone gets off their horses, and it seems that everyone else has gone to a very specific place. You know, um, I think Maggie. Where would you head toward your cattle? I think.
1: Oh, absolutely. Uh, heading toward the cattle, just with my own eyes, comparing what those injuries were on the horses back at back at the house right. with what is going on here, and seeing if there is any difference, uh, anything more done to the cattle out and out where there's no uh, no one to kind of chase off what was doing this. Um, So trying to figure out what it was actually after just killing or eating or, or anything else.
0: So the camera sees Maggie and Matthew walking out um, toward the cattle. The camera then kind of turns and we see the Indians going over. um, We see waves crashing against rock and like a mountain going over to where it looks like one of the indians uh that was in the flight here kind of dragged himself off a little bit of a distance and was somehow devoured or disappeared and all that was left was his both of his hands on on a on a tree a sapling tree and his hands clutched around the base of the tree are the only things that are left. And we see the tattoos on his hands as the camera then pulls back and we see Jack and the camera does kind of a, a, a pullback almost like a dolly, like a drone shot. And we kind of pull back a little bit and we kind of see this whole field. And then we, and then we see Jack kind of, you know, do his signature, I'm putting this all together now. Move, um, and we now see a recreation of what happens where there's there is something inside. Something has um, the first move is something crashes through the fence, grabs cattle, and starts devour like like ripping into them and keeping them from running away. There's digging hoof prints. There's frantic um torso twisting of of like breaking limbs to try to get away from whatever's got its mitts into into them um their bodies are riddled with holes there's that burn mark that striations around their throats around their bodies around their limbs like something has just roped them like they were hog tied or something and the camera pulls back and we turn and then we see the set of four riders coming up the road to the intersection and seeing this thing in the field and they stay they they the horses panic and two of them fall off horses and the horses turn and this thing like almost like teleports it blinks from where where it was and and instantly is on top of the horses wrapping around two of the horses and the horses freak out and scream knocking the other indians off and and the the indians start f- like throwing weapons and firing and there's this m- bloody melee where just they're torn apart and all that's left is body parts and uh, jack i need you to make a stability roll once you come to the snap ending of this realization of what just happened here
1: all right pause for a second uh yeah, are do are we okay for graham's audio
0: i don't hear anything
1: no he's he he said that uh, that he's having an audio problem
2: uh, he he had to leave temporarily but it looks like he needs to be let back into the meeting
0: oh. oh oh yeah i'm sorry i didn't even see that i was i was babbling which i do often hold on a second hi Hi. Hey. Cool. You're back. Yep. I'm making stability roll. (laughs) All right. Yes.
4: Uh, Did he manage to solve the whole thing and kill the monster while I was gone?
0: I'm sorry. I didn't catch that, Graham.
4: He managed to solve the whole problem and kill the monster while I was (laughs) gone.
0: Of course. Great.
4: Yeah, so I make that roll, that's 44 and my stability is 60.
0: Okay, so the realization of all of this is ghastly, because you realize that the shape of this thing, the size of this thing, the wounds that it has left, um, is very familiar to the photograph you fell into.
4: What, familiar to the thing I saw inside the photograph?
0: Correct, on the pile of those soldiers.
4: Wow, okay. So. so Sandy, I'm saying all this out loud, right? And I'm, I'm sort of, I, I, I saw this before in that, that photograph, that dream. There, there, was this creature there. It was, it was huge.
1: Huge, huge creature on the outskirts of our property. All right, um, I'm, I'm gonna make a stability roll.
4: I'll tell you what, if you're making a stability roll, I'll describe a bit more. So I'll, go, I'll, I'll just describe, I'll describe the monster a bit more. It, had, had these, these, it was drawing the life out of them with these tentacles. It
0: was, were they tentacles, Mike? Like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. There you go. Right. You're welcome. <laughs> and there were, various, there were various, there were various thicknesses of them there were big wide ones that moved kind of slower. And then there were the thinner ones and longer that moved more rapid and were actually penetrating into the bodies on the pile. Just to All
1: right, so between, between the two of you, between the narration that Crenshaw just did in my head and what Jack is actually saying, I'm going to roll my stability and fail miserably. Excellent um so because what maggie realizes is that what you just described happening to the cattle is likely what has happened what had happened to her husband
0: bing bing ding chicken wing dinner chicken dinner we have a winner Uh, oh yeah um, you made that baby
1: so um so the 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 way this this works because this is the first time that that this has happened the way this works is um the it's the fight or flight instinct um and my my instinct uh what i want to do is Oh my gosh, I can't find it, but, um, and, and who's out here with us?
0: You've got Matthew, your, your ranch hand, you've got two of his, um, hands as well. You've also got Jack out here and you have, um, Waves Crash Against Rock and Like a Mountain.
1: All right. So what I am going to do is, um just shore up everything on on my saddle and because my instinct is to go and kill this thing Mm -hmm. that killed my husband
0: um give me a brain power roll graham give me a brain power roll as well please
1: uh i made it exactly as long as i use my card that is connected to matthew's rifle
0: Okay. So you, so that's great. We'll get to that scene in a second. Graham, how'd you do?
4: Um, I made it, but uh, not that well. Well, but my score is 65.
0: Perfect. That's great. So the scene is um, Jack just kind of, I don't know. I, I don't know that he really, I think that he would be just describing this thing so almost obsessively and lovingly, in his description because he's so lost in the fascination of it that kind of really makes maggie's imagery paint an almost super vivid image of it which yeah. turns her stomach which makes her turn away from you jack she turns to her horse she goes into her horse. she starts to you know to ritualistically tighten the saddle for riding because she wants to ride. And as she turns the rifle to make sure it's secured, she sees the glistening of the polished of the letters, which sparkles and reflects the light that is now glistening on the ridge line, not very, not even a mile away now. And you can see that there is something glowing in a, in a cloud bank that has stuck to the top of the mountain range, just not even two miles away. And as you're standing there looking, the camera sees Jack, you know, for a minute going, thinking to himself, well, May, did I go too far? Did I describe the tentacles too too vividly? He then notices the rifle, which takes his eyes to where Maggie's attention has been drawn. And he now sees something far in the distance that the light tingles a reminder in his mind of what he saw in the photograph as he's still thinking about it so
1: and maggie jumps on her horse and just kicks in and just starts speeding
0: man okay jack what are you doing
4: so i don't think jack would uh jack would run jack's fascinated with
0: this thing so
4: um I I think he well for the moment he'll he'll just um, he'll just watch
0: it. So Maggie jumps on her horse and takes off. As soon as Maggie does, like a mountain and waves crash against rock, are pulled away from what they're doing and see her ride away. And suddenly, like a mountain, points to the ridge line to the glow, and they instantly break and jump on their horses and chase after Maggie. As Matthew is yelling at the stage, like everyone's like. Go! Matthew stops in like mid foot in saddle and turns and takes his foot out and st- starts coming toward you Jack to help you get on your horse.
4: So I, I think, um, yeah, Jack, Jack's not going to notice Matthew for a moment. Um, Jack can have a camera, right? We haven't talked about this but that makes sense. Absolutely, absolutely.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Lovely and, and you know it, it, it will be I don't know. It will be it will be vaguely portable, I and mean, it's not exactly a, you know a kind of tiny handheld <laughs> kind of thing. But but you know it's a, it's some sort of box which he can you know he can sort of drag up a hill with him if he wants to. So he um he he will start sort of um yeah. I, I think he almost starts getting drawn in by the thing and starts walking towards it.
0: Right. It's a good distance away. It's a good it's a good like two miles in the distance. So what you're seeing is the glowing light. On that, on in that, within that cloud, clinging the top of that mountain range about two miles away along one of the paths, um, one of the many roads coming from this intersection, and everyone has gotten up and ridden off into the distance. And you're left with Matthew saying, Put the camera away, we gotta, we gotta, you know, Doc, come on, we gotta go. We need to see
4: what this thing is, told- it's killing everyone, we have to start. We have to start finding out about it.
0: I can get a shot of it. I can. Okay. So he turns and says, I, I got to go. I got to go. I got to get Maggie. So he turns and runs to his horse and jumps on his horse and rides off with where everyone else has ridden to, leaving you all alone. To Ashley, can I, am I allowed to persuade him to stay? As he's riding away, you can try. What are you going to say?
4: Well, um, as he's getting up getting up to ride, I'm going to Matthew, I, I need you here. We need so, to know what this thing is. Otherwise, we'll never fight it.
0: Well, what? Jesus, what can I do? I don't know anything. I'm not smart in your ways. Okay. So I'll start loading him up with camera equipment. Okay. Take that.
4: We uh, walk up the hill. We get the first shot of this thing.
0: Well, let's just, can we just ride it up the hill? Do you have to carry it?
4: Oh, right. In my, in my head, the, uh, the hill was really steep. Oh, yeah, all right. So, um, yeah, you get on that horse. Put that on that horse, and we'll ride up together. And, uh, yeah. All right, good. Boy. So, Matthew will sort of start He's... riding slowly up the hill.
0: towards. Uh, Jack will start riding slowly up the hill towards it. Okay. So, the camera, like, leaves you guys literally in the dust and k- tries to catch up with the riders in the front and the camera first comes upon the two indians that are riding behind and we see like a mountain he's he's got the 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 reins of the horse tight in and his fingers are through the hairs of the horse as he's holding on and riding and with his other hand he's reaching back and he's pulling out of his out of his soft boot he's got this like crazy like um uh, it looks like a sharpened antler blade daggered thing that has carvings inside of the bone and we see the the lettering almost almost the 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 hash marks of of markings kind of glow in this kind of pulsating um yellowish kind of glow as he's kind of hunkering down and riding and trying to keep pace with everyone and the camera passes him and we come up and we see Maggie like riding up and we see the, her getting up to the top of the ridge line and in the distance, in the far distance, we see that the edge of the cloud is glowing at the edge of a, of a line of trees and suddenly as Maggie crests the top of the hill and and two of the other riders come up behind her and just as the indians are coming to the edge there's a flash of this cloud it it becomes blinding and absolutely everyone loses sight of everything so i need maggie you to make a a a role to adapt so want you give me an adaptability role
1: okay adaptability oh no
0: okay you are thrown from your horse into a tumble and like your saddle and parts of it kind of go flying there's a tumble of other horses behind you when the flash subsides standing now at the edge of the woods is sarah and dr hawkins suddenly standing at the edge of this kind of undulating mist cloud. And you now, we now see Dr. Um, uh, we see Jack and Matthew come up riding slower than the rest and make it up to the ridgeline. And now we are all together at the same scene on the top of the ridgeline.
1: So, and I would know Sarah. So is- S- and uh, Maggie scrambles and gets her rifle out of, she finds her rifle and she comes over and, and she's h- holding it, pointing it at whatever <laughs> she can point it at that is not natural. And, uh and, um Sarah, what are you doing here? You shouldn't be here.
2: Uh, I was I was just in the church, and, and so Sarah is visibly shaken. Like she like you know, I think it, her eyes have kind of adjusted to. I mean, she was in the middle of a big flash of her own, um, and she realizes she's outside, and she realizes she's on the mountain. And kind of out of the maybe the she's looking at uh, so she's looking at Maggie, but so out of the corner of her eye she can see the undulating that she has seen in her own dream when she was sort of wrapped up and being suckered to death. Um, I w- I was in church and and he was with me and and the. The, the Chinaman zapped us here. Brought us here.
1: All right, you, oh, I, go, ahead. go ahead. I was going to ask. I, Gary I was going to say, a... well, Sarah, you just you just get behind me because this thing needs to leave this earth. It needs to die.
0: All right, Gary. Yes. Give me an occulty. I know things that are weird. Roll.
3: Ah, oh, how about? of myth and legend. There you go. Mm, I'm going to make it a 52 out of 55. Excellent. That's amazing.
0: So suddenly it kind of dawns on you. What has just kind of folded here. What has happened is that, um, something, uh, there must be something here quite evil. Because it has called forth a, 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 a beautiful and pure-hearted Me? guardian oh, no. <laughs> to vanquish uh, you. No, um, <laughs> that will be the undoing of this terrible beast. Okay. This, this scourge, this, um, what they, a Manitou this wicked even there's there's an an evil wicked spirit here that can only be purged by by the the actions and and of sarah
3: oh young sarah <laughs> and so
0: what happened is um a the It must have been a connection through the Chinaman who was able to help her prepare for it, tried to help her prepare for it, but didn't know how to really do it very well. Um, And, uh, you know, because as soon as this thing appeared, it kind of broke through her land walls. And so when you touched her, you focused all of her chaos and brought her where she needed to be. (laughs)
3: <laughs> well um yeah uh he's he's taking a deep breath as he 's staring at her, staring at Maggie not not really knowing who the two ladies are, um, but feeling the the positive aura, if you will, and then staring up at the creature, um, putting all that together. <sighs>
0: Now, I, I want to make sure that we, ever, we understand that we haven't quite, the camera has not seen the creature okay. except in the photograph and and in the reenactment of of uh, Jack putting it CSI Old West back together. Okay. So right now we're standing at the edge of a, of a cloud bank that is glowing the same color of the creature and has the same pulsing kind of undulation of light effect in the cloud, that would bespeak of such a monster inside of it. But we have Cameron not followed you, said forth to okay. the place where the monster is. So,
3: so something wicked is coming this way.
0: So now we cross the threshold through okay. the veils of smoke. Ooh. Oh, But Jack has to have a scene as okay. he arrives on the scene.
3: Sure. Jack is muted.
0: We're almost there. We're almost there. We're so close. Hi, I'm uh, sorry. No, it's good. Cool.
4: Um, Jack kind of wants to set up his camera. Sorry, I, I wasn't quite focusing. This is still a reasonable thing to do, right? So, Absolutely, um, stupidly set up this camera and try and get the perfect shot of this thing. So he's going to be obsessed with it. He's he's going to set up this uh, this camera and try, you know, with his flash or whatever to get the first perfect shot.
0: Of this. Why don't Why don't we do this? Why don't we give Jack a motion one of the first motion cameras? But this one is run on on Ghost Rock, so it's kind of this strange, technopunk. But you have to actually load it it takes you forever to load it because you actually have to cut photographic paper by hand and and hand load this thing sure sure yeah great so we get the first moments of like the camera spins before we go into the darkness and we see jack pulling out of um, the case he had given Matthew to carry, this strange kind of fun steampunky looking movie camera um, that Jack now picks up, and we see him look into the la- and we see him look into the eyepiece as he brings it up, and now we as the p o v become mm-hmm. the shuddering like sepia tone movie now as the camera enters and we see all of the characters step into the whirls and wisps of smoke and the shuttering takes us to the edge where we're enveloped in the smoke. And then the shuddering becomes reality again, and we and we pull back and we see the party in this kind of Jurassic Park crossing the grass, full of Velociraptors scene, as we watch them slowly making their way in the in the swirling mists of the mountain peak.
1: So I'm I'm i I'm aware of Sarah um and i move between whatever this is and and her um i am i am aware that henry is here but there will be questions what he was doing out here with sarah after this is done okay um and i'm i'm vaguely aware of jack behind me um So I'm, I'm, I'm just going to kind of make my way forward. And, and with, uh, with the, the rifle and with whatever else I have on me, I probably, when we went out to, to look at this thing, I probably strapped up with whatever pistols and knives I could, I could put on me. And I just keep moving forward because I am still this is the thing that killed my husband so Mm -hmm. this is the thing that I am going to to put in the ground okay
0: so we see the group um, as you're moving deeper into the fog because you can see that the glowing pulsing light is further into the mist you can you know it's almost like it's almost like a lighthouse beacon you know that kind of flashes by, and you can tell that this one direction is obviously where the glow is, and the closer we get as we move into it, the sharper the glow becomes, and the more form out of the amorphous gray of everywhere around you deteriorates and becomes more and more the form in front of you. you suddenly look down and see that you're walking in grass that is soaked in blood and suddenly you stop and maggie you stop because you're the first one and you look down because you felt that gush and you look down and see your boot kind of sink into the grass and as you look up suddenly in front of you like a mountain appears and puts his hand up and he you can see that his face has been painted He's made like glyphs on his face and he quickly like paints your face with a glyph and then, and then darts back through the rest of the party and starts painting glyphs just like yours on the rest of the party as he moves through it. He stops before doing it to Gary's character before Henry Higgins and looks Henry in the eyes waiting for just a moment pausing. Yes sir. He kind of points at the paint and points at your face asking permission before doing it. I, I, I nod. He like without, like, as soon as you move your head, he's like, you're all painted
3: up. Do do I see the, the, not so much the, the, I guess the mythos of the type of glyph he's doing. Is it, is it tribal? It's is a it,
0: protection. It's a it's an Indian protection
3: right. glyph. It's Indian is what I'm saying.
0: Yeah, it absolutely. Okay. Is. Yeah, and it's old
3: school. It's old school. It's That's old fine. School. Yeah, That's yeah. fine. Okay.
0: Um, you know, OG, original. <laughs> Never mind. Um, so he then jumps over to Sarah and pauses for a moment, doesn't paint her, jumps over to Jack and looks at Jack for a minute. It looks him in the eye. And puts his hand like like uh, like trying to figure out what he's looking at because is Jack still shooting? <laughs> Sorry, I was distracted. Am I still shooting? Are you still shooting? Yes, absolutely, okay, so the Indian before you is wanting to paint war paint on your face. There's no time for that there's no time for that. <laughs> He turns and shakes his head and jumps back to Sarah and looks like hunches down and grabs Sarah's cheeks and pulls Sarah close to him and looks her in the eye and smiles and nods, looking into her eyes for just a moment.
1: So uh, before we continue, I just want to be sure because it is time. Okay um Wait. but i wanted to be sure do we want to finish this now
0: i thought i had that am i wrong
1: well it's for us it's two o'clock oh. so just wanted to be sure do okay. we want to finish this now or um or pick up the climax
3: i think one last session to get the full climax effect wouldn't be bad instead of it's rushing it's up
0: to you guys
1: instead of rushing Graham Sorry, and joe can... what are you thinking
4: I think I have plans next weekend. So I just, I just worry a bit that if we, if we postpone it, we won't end up doing it. Do you know what I mean? Um, okay. I, I know I've got a couple of things coming up. Um, I don't mind staying on for, for half an hour.
1: Okay. All right. All right,
4: yeah, All right. We can,
1: we can wrap it in that. Do okay. Stuff the oven. Excellent. Because, you know, I'm going to start
0: shooting. We're at the mountaintop. <laughs> We're almost done. Pew, pew. So.
1: So, um, it was, it was at Sarah.
0: Yes. And That's
2: he's what?
0: <laughs> so he takes his fingers, yeah. dabs dabs them and then paints your face like even more elaborate. Yeah, yeah. And then when he's done, he just touches the edge of your nose with one finger. And like, just kind of like, boops you on the nose, and then goes back over to um, uh, waves crashing against rocks. So there, Maggie, you are in the lead. What are you doing?
1: I, as soon as I get a bead on on something to shoot, okay, I am going to shoot.
0: Okay so maggie looks up from the blood-soaked ground and starts to advance as the kind of the indians in the kind of the same kind of line to the right and we also see matthew to the left kind of form a line on maggie's line um uh dr henry where are you
3: i am actually next to sarah and i'd like to be paging through my book looking for a um a passage, so to speak, that uh, I feel she needs to read in order to uh, banish this thing from this plane of existence. Um, you know, a- aside from pulling a few other tchotchkes out of his side pouch, you know, you know, purification salt, this, that, and the other thing, and he's, he's opening up this passage and kind of handing it to Sarah. Okay. Um, not knowing your name, of course, young miss, you, you, I believe you need to read this. Uh... As loud as you can, with as much emphasis on each word as you can, and I, I will help you through it. Um,
1: and is is it a language that that's
3: nobody? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a wonderful <laughs> question, Mr. GM. <laughs> um, it, I I think it would be close. To, that's why I asked. You know, is is the markings in Navajo something along those lines? So I think it could be an old navajo passage that you can hear the other tribes chanting could not have picked a better thing right so not it, have picked a better thing. they're they're chanting but it really needs to be done from her right so i'm i'm helping Perfect. her get through it phonetically as much as we can
0: great as you begin that and you're kind of following behind obviously following this line advancing because mm-hmm. you know you got to get close to
3: it oh yeah it has to unfortunately it's got to hear
0: you right <laughs> So yeah. as, as we see this line kind of advancing, and of course, in the back, there's Jack rolling with his camera, shooting all of this, right? Um, we just see... Say everyone else is in the way of my shot. Just, <laughs> just Bring an action to the shot. So, so Jack kind of then quickly moves closer to the main line, joining the rest of the line as it advances. And as you, as we step across the ground... We see bones, and we see pieces of skin, some hair. Um, we see parts of animals. we see parts of humans the The closer we get advancing as the form of this thing is becoming less amorphous and more defined, we see that there's just a just a horrible carnage of feasting and all of the pieces that are remained all have that same kind of look to them, that freezer burn, that acid touch, that kind of, you know, where they've been separated. And, and just as the mist finally breaks, we see there is a a creature. There's, there's a creature on the ground in the center of this pile of carnage that looks like, 15 people have been haphazardly heat glued and melted together into this kind of multi-armed, multi-legged, multi-headed, multi-body parted creature laying on the ground. And just hovering above it is this other creature that we've seen now. This is the third time we're seeing it. And it's the right out of the photograph from the folder that Jack is now we're seeing through Jack's camera as he zooms in on this thing. We see this thing kind of hovering above him and it has its tentacles down wrapped around him. And they're kind of in this weird symbiotic relationship pulsing on each other on top of each other. And it is just absolutely horrific, and I need everyone to make a stability roll to see this thing in its glistening color, except Jack, because Jack is looking at it through a camera lens.
2: We're
0: good. I made it. Everybody make it.
1: Mm -hmm. I failed. All right. (laughs) Oh, no.
0: So.
2: Oh, Sarah.
0: (laughs) Sarah, what is your stability?
2: my stability
0: is 55 okay that gives you five points Mm
2: -hmm. i just
0: rolled four you have just lost four sanity points in seeing this thing Okay, one sanity point left um there is a uh, there gary as you're holding sarah and helping her advance as soon as the mist clears and this thing kind of pops into existence Mm -hmm. she physically repulses from it like she hit a glass wall
3: okay and
0: and like shudders into you like trying to get away from whatever this thing is right and and now tearing her eyes away from
3: i do my best to both brace her and holding the book in her hand yeah just repeating you have to you have to read the words you have to all
0: right so we're gonna go around the horn sandra what are you doing in this moment
1: Um, Maggie is start, as she is realizing what the configuration is, um, she has a skill of crack shot that I think is, um, she has sort of assessed, she has no idea what this tentacle thing is going on, but she kind of recognizes the body part, um, a mash uh, so she is going to aim for that Great. Uh, because if this is symbiosis you if you destroy one then you can uh, damage the other. then you can damage the other so her crack shot is how do you like this a 71 out of 73
0: She pulls up the rifle, she scopes down the barrel, and she recognizes not only the form, but she recognizes the face. In fact, as she's about to pull the trigger, she sees the upper torso of her husband kind of roll over, kind of making this horrible moaning sound as it clutches its kind of deformed arm and looks at her through the barrel as if it sees right through the barrel as she cracks a shot (sighs) and there is a definite mass of destruction and the thing kind of part of it like breaks away and explodes as you look away and we get that tear kind of coming away as you re-cock the weapon okay Um,
1: i i just rolled stability and i made it so i'm able to keep it together for a moment anyway
0: excellent good i really want to take away some of your sanity um (laughs) anyway so (laughs) we now go to gary gary what are you doing in this moment
3: again it's it's a bracing of sarah and it's it's a reassuring of say the words you have to speak you know you and you can hear the low chanting of the uh local indian tribe the two other indians yeah they they are saying the chant and i'm trying yep. to mouth it with you know just keep keep doing that chant as well um but to to break her of this um you know frozen lock in place moment you know i will crack open some uh salts if you will to to awaken the inner senses of sarah and 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 you know wave it in front of her Awesome. Because, you know, if you're going to do this, you're going to do it right, right? You're going
0: to do it right. Okay, very (laughs) cool. So, Sarah, suddenly you're brought back to reality, clinging tenaciously to your last sanity point. Um, What are you doing in this moment?
2: So, I, okay. So, I think the chant is kind of getting to me, like, kind of, like, making its way into my melted brain. Um, But, (laughs) In in order to sort of make myself feel more stable and safe, I'm actually changing the tune. So, I start saying the words, but uh, uh. I'm singing them to uh, a lullaby. No, a lullaby.
0: Oh, a lullaby. Okay.
2: Yeah. Uh, so, which it, it, I think it's probably a fairly common children's lullaby. So, you know, uh, yeah. I Man think she'll certainly know it and maybe maybe the doctors will know. I have no yeah, idea. But yeah. um so but she starts singing the correct words to this new tune. So
0: Yeah.
3: yeah twinkle twinkle. Sort of, yeah. <laughs>
0: I th- I think she also clutches the locket because this is a song her mother sang to oh, her. Oh, yeah, perfect. So that even strengthens her resolve. Um it's interesting that the, um, Dr. Henry drops into the lullaby, but the two Indians continue singing in their chanting, but in tune with your rhythmic, they change their rhythmic to join yours. At the same time now, Jack, you are still looking through the camera lens. Tell me what you do, sir.
4: No, oh, I mean, I'm, I'm quite content leaving, uh, leaving Jack filming for the moment. Is he, is he, he's just kind of, uh, he's watching it. There's nothing going wrong with the camera. It's all fine.
0: Camera's running fine. You're seeing your number of frames left dwindling quickly. You're going to run out of frames soon, but you're okay for the moment. Um, but you did see this explosion of the creature on the bottom take the hit from when Maggie just fired through your lens. So that may have startled you. Um. Not, not particular. Uh, I mean, if you want me to do something, I'm I'm really happy for
4: for Jack to keep shooting at uh, to keep you know. Okay. Um, to keep filming at the moment. I mean, if there's something else you'd like to do, then that's fine. But uh, oh,
0: that's fine. It's a great. Yeah, choice. Cool. Good. All right. So, so we drop back into the lens of Jack's camera and we see that flashing again. We go back to that sepia tone and we see the creature separate from the damage and the creature on the ground with multiple arms is grabbing what was left of what got shot or torn away and is trying to pull it, literally pull itself back together with multiple arms as it kind of rolls undulating on the ground trying to find some of its footing the creature slides off the back, its tentacles kind of spray out uh, frantically, and it turns and starts moving across the ground toward the line of people and toward the center where Sarah and Dr. Hawkins are. And this chanting is getting more and more and louder. And the creature on the ground is like grabbing at itself, grabbing its arms and pulling at itself and starts to actually from where the damage is starts to rip itself apart and the creature, uh, the white creature then snakes out the, the little tiny spindly, um, uh, these tentacles and starts trying to grab the rest of the party. So let's go down the lane here. Um, Try one shot on Sarah. Sarah, what is your dexterity?
2: Uh, seventy.
0: All right. So the there, uh, um, the first set of tentacles comes down and underneath and snakes around um, Matthew, who's standing there looking on either side of them because the first attack is at you because it can feel that you're the biggest threat, and and you're chanting and the tentacles get within like an inch of your feet and then act like they've hit a wall and they're trying to find their way. And so these two tentacles kind of start to wrap and try to wrap around, but there's this air that they can't get to you as you're still chanting. Um, Then another set snakes out for Maggie. Maggie, what is your dexterity?
1: My dex is 68.
0: All right. You look down and see that one of these has wrapped around your, your your boot, and you can now see that there's kind of smoke starting to rise from the leather, and you can feel heat coming from around your ankle.
1: Uh, if it is, I I tug at it, tug my leg away, and if it is secure, I just point my rifle down toward it.
0: Okay, give me a strength roll, please.
1: Uh. Strength 55 out of 59.
0: Okay. You tug at it, it does not let go. You pull back a shot, you fire into it. It's as if the bullet goes through the, the, uh, the, where the, what's that? Oh, okay. Sorry, phone call. Okay. The bullet actually punctures where the tubulent thing is and it spews this kind of, this, liquid that sprays on your pant leg and against your boot and it recoils and wherever that liquid touched is that sizzling kind of smoking smell that acrid smell um uh it goes after matthew and misses goes after the two horse other men and it grabs one of the two the two cattlemen as he reaches down for his leg screaming Um, and it's his, he's being dragged toward it and the two Indians, um, that one of them tries to grab, uh, like a mountain and again, has that same reaction where it's trying to wrap around his ankle and grab him, but he can't seem to get to him. Um, and yet this other cattleman is being dragged closer. Um, Jack, are you still rolling? Yes, absolutely. Okay. <laughs> getting this all on film. Um, you're about to run out of film in probably the next couple seconds. So you're getting as much as you can of this. Um,
4: it so, so I guess if he was literally about to run out of film, he'd probably stop just in case there was something okay. that needed shooting.
0: <laughs> okay. So you take your camera and, and look and look up at this thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why don't you give me a stability roll, please?
4: <laughs> cool. Okay, that was a fifty-nine for a stability of sixty.
0: Oh, it when you pull the lens down and you look at this thing, it is an it is an epiphany to you. It is yeah. the most beautiful, horrible, amazing. Like you cannot. You, you're like, why was I looking through a lens at this? This thing is incredible. Amazing. Yeah,
4: fantastic.
0: And you, can, you literally cannot take your eyes off it as it starts to devour the rest of the party. Um, it's now grabbed the other cattleman, it's dragging him forward. It's trying to grab at more people. So let's have the final moment of this battle. Um, Sarah has gotten to the end of a full verse of this lullaby. And as she finishes the last moment of it, the creature kind of shakes like all of a sudden the the air pressure on it was much higher. And it kind of shrinks and pulses for a second and lets go and lets go of everything it was holding on to when you finish the verse of the lullaby. And then as soon as you have finished and you're going to, I guess, start another round. Yeah as it it like it realizes it just got hurt and then as you start the next round it frantically reaches out and starts attacking again so we have one last verse to get through and if any if we can survive through it we'll get to the end of this hopefully it'll kill it so the be- round begins again Gary what are you doing this round
3: um <laughs> I think I'm trying to assist in any way that I can, of course, keeping uh, Sarah steady, but I'm going to reach into that pouch one last time and look for a couple of, uh, you know, pre-made vials of, you know, holy holy water, this, that, and the other thing, and just start hurling whatever I can at the creature to maybe try to weaken it so it succumbs a little quicker.
0: So the battle gets even more frantic as vials of this start hitting it, and every time you hit it, it shrieks, this horrible, horrible sound, and both the creature on the ground still trying to get up and the creature attacking, the the glowing creature, both simultaneously shrieking as if they're both being burned and both taking damage. Uh, uh, Maggie, what are you doing?
1: I, so I I, I have a plan, the, 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 melted human y thing is still al- is still alive? Yes. All right. So it's got multiple heads. It's got multiple heads and one of them or the torso anyway is my husband. And him um, one of them, yes. Um and I am in my aim at this, uh am going to flick my wedding ring with a king oh.
0: uh,
1: on my wedding ring. Um, and I am going to look at it and know that this is not my husband, and that, that my husband doesn't deserve to suffer like this, and he that, says
0: till death do us part
1: de- <laughs> and and just um start it's a it's a lever action of course it's a lever action um rifle. Uh, so she's flicking her wedding ring, uh, touching that part of the stock that has his initials carved in it, oh. and I am just going to keep firing and unload the whole, the whole chamber.
0: It becomes again another level of just every bullet that riddles the body on the bottom, the top creature glowing recoils in his fighting and the cacophony of the chanting and the lullaby and the and um you know like a mountain like coming along and every time a, a tuberance reaches out like with his with his glowing bone knife like slices it off and like dances like he's dancing this big giant man like dancing cutting these tendrils off. And all the while we come back to Jack standing here just watching this in just immense glory. <laughs> yeah, Probably
1: I, will take samples eventually too.
4: Well, I, th- I think he's, uh, you know, and honestly I'm, I'm happy to sacrifice Jack now. Um, but uh, I, no, I think he's just obsessed with this thing. I mean, he needs to get closer.
0: All right. So he gets closer. <laughs> yeah so he gets closer and we finally finish would you please lovely joanna would you please roll for singing and i'd like you to make a song or you know make a skill that is uh sarah's skill for lullabies all right take us home
2: I'm going to, uh, I'm really close, actually, (laughs) Uh, (laughs) so I will be spending that card I have on my mother's locket, so I'm touching my mother's locket, and I'm really, I'm gonna, it's her presence, it's sort of like, sort of what she has learned in, in kind of, uh, presenting to a crowd and getting through uh, an emotion to, to, to people in her care uh, that she realizes now that this is a protection. She is protecting the people by destroying the creature. And uh, so, uh, with a 40, it's, I have a 48 under 50 uh, with that card. So. Yeah.
0: So this is just perfect. It's exactly what what should happen. So we, s- for a moment, we see Doctor Hawkins stop throwing vials because he's run out, and he looks up and he sees Sarah grab her necklace, and suddenly, when she grabs it, her fear suddenly vanishes. This this meek girl who's been under Edith's heel f- for so long, who almost has started to like roll her shoulders forward in fear suddenly opens up and her, she, she almost blossoms in that moment with everything. And, and from behind her suddenly go like from that wisp of the Chinaman, the Chinaman appears next to Gary and right behind her, her mother appears. And as Sarah is thinking about all of the people she's helped, they all start appearing behind her like an army. So, like suddenly as jack is walking forward he stops because suddenly he's in a crowd of people and he can't see the creature and he can't see anything because he's standing in this mass of people that have all been helped by sarah over the years and and as this army appears there's like this burning like like glow of light that just irradiates from Sarah's locket in her hand and it just pulses out and just wipes this glowing creature explodes into that liquid it explodes everywhere and the body all the body parts suddenly rip apart in their individual pieces, exploding into this like body part grenade, flinging body parts in the distance, slapping into the muddy ground all around, spraying everyone in blood, everyone in this acidic mess. And all that's left is the silence of the last note of the lullaby as the camera kind of pulls up and looks over this scene yuck <laughs> uh, and that is the the last word will go to Jack I think as he sees all of this Sarah says yuck
1: can can I make a suggestion absolutely uh, so Graham I think uh, that the last word should be Jack uh, going through all of the footage that he took uh so when it when he develops it and takes a look at it again, so however many days or weeks later.
4: I know I'd, I really like that actually. So uh so yeah, let's let's do a little epilogue with uh, with Jack looking for the footage. Excellent. And Crenshaw, can we can we say that the footage doesn't develop? Because I mean you can't you can't just take a film of a creature
3: like that. Of course not. Excellent.
0: No, so, no what so, what it what it looks like it looks like as if someone took a super bright flashlight and just kept waving it toward the lens. So all you get is all of this white mess. And every once in a while, you like, if since you've looking at this with your magnifying glass frame by frame, you'll every once in a while catch um like a mountains, like tattooed leg, or you catch, you know, a piece of, you know, or, or just like, one glowing string of spaghetti that what you know is a tentacle but yeah. everyone's like no that's just a, a light ray
4: so uh, yeah let's just leave him kind of you know staring at these photos and absolutely obsessing over them. and, and,
0: and we kind of, pull back and we see yeah. the map behind him of like where this was yeah excellent
1: excellent thank you thank you so much everybody that was a lot of
2: fun that
0: was fun. Thank you very much.
2: Yeah, it was
0: great. Thank you. Yeah, next time I won't bring a body grenade to the party. <laughs> <laughs> Yuck! <laughs> All right, guys. Oh, thank, thanks
1: so much. Thank, thank you, so you so much, so much everybody.
4: Yeah. It's a pleasure. Thank you very much, indeed.
0: <laughs> thanks, guys. Yeah, thanks thank so, so much. much. Take right. care. Bye. Okay, bye.